0: Welcome back to another episode of This is Delacruz, your backstage pass to the pulse of the music industry. I'm your host, Nick Delacruz. In today's episode, I'm going to interview the audio engineer of one of today's fastest growing artists, Jelly Roll. In this interview, we'll uncover the layers of live sound engineering, diving into the nuances that make Jelly Roll's music an unmistakable force. So get ready to uncover the magic that brings his music to life. So without further ado, let's kick this off. Join me as we sit down with the incredible Ron Gardner. Thank you for tuning in to This is Dela Cruz, where the rhythm of music meets the hands that shapes them. Let's begin. Ron. How you doing? My man. Thank you for coming and uh, doing an interview with me. So this is Ron Gardner. He is with the band... Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll. Um, so t- tell me about this. Um, you did not just show up and one day start running sound on a board. What got you into
1: sound? What got you really excited about? Um, like most of us, a uh, failed musician. <laughs> Played in bands, got tired of my band sounding terrible, Yeah. so I made friends with the best sound guy I could find and had him teach me why he was better than everybody else. And Then he went on tour and I took over at the club and a couple months later I got picked up. <laughs> so that was what got you into yeah. sound in general? Yeah, it got me to drop out of college, give up some uh, scholarships. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how you got with, uh, with
0: Jelly Roll. I'm sure you didn't just go from running sound to... Jelly Roll. I'm sure there was some sort of transition in between there somewhere. How'd you get with,
1: well, with this um, I've, I've actually been touring for about 20 years. Um, started with a band called under oath, yeah. did a band called paramore. Um, from there I went to the pretty reckless with Taylor Mumpson and, um, did sleeping with sirens, the used taking max Sunday here and there, filling for a bunch of other bands along the way. And then COVID happened. And uh, Jelly's business manager called me and was like, hey, I've got this artist coming out. Um, and it was the first opportunity to tour since COVID. So I was like, absolutely. Was it a t-
0: tough transition going from rock to country? Was that pretty easy for you?
1: Uh, well, you know, he's not typical country. No, he's not. It's, uh, in fact, he's got some rap as well in there. So he's kind of a, he touches a lot of different genres. Yeah. And um, he likes to bring a rock flavor to, to it all. So, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. That's I get cool. to mix some instruments I didn't used to get to mix, like banjo, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: So walk me through your setup process. Obviously everything's here set up, and I know you've got some great teams behind you that help out with it, but um, this is, you said this is your first day on this run. Yes. I know it's a little bit different than the rest of the
1: days, but uh, what's, what, was your first, what was your setup process for this run? Um, well, I'm spoiled. I have a great system tech named Brendan Hines um, from Sound Image, and my setup process is walking out here and it's ready. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's cheating, cheat yep. code. Um, but no, uh, they they fly the PA. We take that with us. Uh, we have m- a matching set of SXLs on both sides of the snake. Um, great boards. Robert Scoville did a great job. Well, I see,
0: uh, speaking of the board, you got an S6L. Uh, did you start off in an S6L? Have you always been an avid guy? Why, uh, why the S6L?
1: Uh, well, I actually started analog okay. back in the day. I miss analog a lot, yeah. but uh, when it comes to digital, I, I like the workflow of the avid stuff. Um, Midas sounds cool, don't like their effects that much yeah. for digital, um, and the patch bay is annoying as hell. And then Digico, it feels like a PC but I don't know, I just I like the sound of the sXLs, and uh, yeah, I think they're superior to most consoles. awesome,
0: so I see a bunch of screens here. i got a laptop over here, and you've got i'm assuming is uh is it waves
1: or uh, no no nope, I'm smart not, I'm not using any waves no We're, waves we normally wow. have a smart rig up um, I do use some plugins i've okay. got uh I'm use, I just loaded the Soothe stuff. Okay. It's the new Soothe plugin. I've heard it's great. Um, I haven't played with it yet. So that will be to come, but I use a little bit of MIC DSP. Uh, that stuff is great. And then the Crane Song Phoenix stuff is really awesome as well. But other than that, it's pretty. we keep it pretty basic. I don't like to use too many plugins. I okay. think plugins should be used as sparkle. You have to have the mix sounding right first. I see you have some uh, actual physical hardware out here. What are uh, are we rocking? I've got uh, an Avalon 747 into a Portico, and that's my left and right chain. And then I've got the Avalon 737 into a Distressor into a Manly Vox Box as my vocal chain. Okay, now what
0: got you down to to these ones, is this just comfort, or have you tried a bunch of other ones that you're? I've been watching?
1: using the Avalon on vocals for years. Uh, I started back in the analog days with Paramore. That was on Haley's vocal, and uh, I really love the warmth of the 32k boost in the EQ section. There, it's a it's a very warm air. Um, the distressors always sound good, and I just want I've heard great things about the Manly, and we threw that in, and I like that as well. So, why not? Sound check, line
0: check. So you walk out here, white glove, everything's ready to go, or do you uh, do much of the sound check or
1: the line check for it? Or I, I tip, My system tech will do a line check, so I know everything's working. And then uh, when I get the call, I come out and take a quick listen. But most of the, w- the way that I look at mixing, everything changes once the crowd is here. So spending a lot of time making it sound perfect to an empty arena is, in my opinion, kind of wasteful because it all changes with bodies and temperature you know like today it's probably what hundred degrees yeah. it's gonna drop at least ten or twenty degrees yeah. by nine o'clock tonight when the sun's down hopefully
0: well you're also a man of many hats too um, you're also tour managing this gig Yeah. Um, how does that work with running sound is that pretty difficult Are you able to switch those on and off pretty easily is this your first time doing the tour manager gig or
1: oh no I've, I've tour managed other bands before okay. but for me it's two completely separate worlds when I'm out here mixing it's my creative art side, and for the rest of the day, I'm in logic and you know logical thinking and problem-solving mode, and it keeps me out of trouble. To be honest, I think I'd be bored if I just did the sound.
0: Well, I know we talked about earlier in, in your office about uh, COVID, and there was a shift from COVID with a lot of the the OGs leaving, and there's a lot of young guns out there. Um, what advice would you give to the younger kids that want to be sitting here on an S six running sound for someone like Jelly Roll? What would, or what advice would you give to yourself starting
1: off? Well, um, the biggest advice: keep it up in mind. Find engineers that you like the way they sound and go watch what they do. Most of the guys in our industry are super nice. It's a small industry. Most of them are willing to share, you know, knowledge. Uh, when I was coming up, I learned a lot from Frank Scambellone and. Pete Kepler and some of the older guys—they saw what I was doing and made suggestions and or suggested new plugins or new gear or new techniques or new mics and you know if you keep an open mind and you're friendly and yeah you can go a long way. So what do you see as the future of audio? I know
0: we talked about a little bit about AI and about. Um, a bunch of new stuff coming down the line. Are you worried that AI might take over this job and maybe the future logging to GPT and it all of a sudden starts running the soundboard? What, what's your thoughts with it? Uh,
1: I don't think so. Everyone was worried when we went from digital to anal- or analog to digital. Yeah. And does analog still sound better? Yeah, but can you do a lot more with digital? And now you can do hybrid. You know, you have analog pieces with digital. Yeah. Um, AI might just make things quicker. It might help engineers that are weak in certain areas. Like, I've always thought it would be cool to make a microphone that had a trigger built into it with automatic gate settings for engineers that at the club level back in the day couldn't afford the the proper gates or didn't know how to use them properly. So the mic was a smart mic, you know, and it would slow, medium, quick release. And depending on what band they were mixing, they could have it set and it would all be done from a trigger. Nobody developed it and maybe it's not possible, but it was something that was twirling in my mind and now you have, you know, the potential smart consoles coming out that'll be able to detect it's a kick drum and float in an EQ that's typical for a kick drum and it's still, you know, I think music is art and art is human and yes, computers can do art but especially with AI now, but it's there's something about a human touch that they'll never be able to replicate.
0: Well, I see that you have your beautiful girlfriend here with you. Uh, One thing I want to ask about, and it's not talked about a lot is, uh, relationships on the road and maintaining a work and life balance. Do you find it hard to maintain a work and life balance with being on the road all the time? How do you, how do you have a successful
1: uh, Uh, relationship? What advice do
0: you give to the people maybe struggling with that?
1: Uh, buy her a pretty house. No, (laughs) um, no, she's, she's great. Uh, in the past, I've, I seem to have a three-year curse. So the first year, the relationship is excited. Oh, we get to go backstage, we get to travel. This is cool. Second year, traveling's not as ideal. And then by the third year, it's like oh, I'll see you when you get home. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you meet the right person, they'll respect you and support you just like you respect and support them in their careers. So. so, let me ask you this: what what gets you out of bed, out of the
0: bunk every every day to keep pushing through with this? What what motivates you to keep? I know some days are like today, it's what, 96 degrees and really humid and it's just, sometimes it sucks. That's the best job in the world.
1: Yeah. Never work a day in your life. You love what you do. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I could have easily gone to school and sat behind a desk my entire life, but uh, I think I'd be miserable.
0: (laughs) Do you have any tips or any secret sauce that you use that you uh, put your little sprinkle of uh, of Ron in it that you'd be willing to share? Parallel compression. Okay. Explain. Um, First up, explain to to people who may not know, what is parallel compression?
1: So, parallel compression, I think, can be pulled off in a lot of different ways. The way I do it is I take some channels, and I won't get too detailed, but you group those channels and squash the hell out of them. And then you also, in parallel, send them to left and right, less compressed. So you get dynamics, but you also get a level of consistency. And uh, when you mix the two right, if you're around tonight, you'll hear in the drums. I'll be here. I, I get I get asked at a lot of festivals what samples we use. We're not using samples. No samples? Not at all. Click? What's that? Click. Well, click for their ears. Yep. But as far as the drum sounds, sure. it's all natural, just parallel compressed.
0: Uh, any on the bass or
1: just uh, drums? I, I do it on the bass, I do it on the toms, the kick and snare together, actually, to keep them in the pocket. Awesome. Um, all stereo, so. Okay. Uh, drum, uh what else i do a little parallel compression on the vocal sometimes too
0: okay um if people want to get a hold of you or see you or follow you where can they uh where can they, are you on social media
1: <laughs> i'm pretty terrible at social media <laughs> but rpg sound okay It's my email at gmail uh it's also um all of my socials are rpg sounds okay. ron gardner on facebook look at these guys that's what i should be doing Well, man, I know you're a busy
0: guy. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. I really appreciate you. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing some of the show, man.
1: Absolutely. We'll come out tonight. Absolutely. Yeah.